0: Listening to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a New Zealander living her best life in Fukushima, Japan. I'm a podcast consultant and the creator of Pod Launch with Jane, a system that helps you create your dream podcast without all the drama and hassle, leaving you more free time to do the things you love to do. This show is for people who want to hear stories of women who are doing amazing things here in Japan and across the world. You'll find loads of inspiration for how you can live your best life wherever you are. I'm glad you're here. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, coming to you from Fukushima Prefecture here in Japan. Well, today we are doing a video version of this podcast. So if you like YouTube and you like to watch on YouTube, you can see my smiling face coming to you uh, over on youtube my guest today miyako hazama is also a youtuber so we decided to do a video version today so if you prefer audio keep listening here there's no reason to go over onto youtube for to see anything in particular except us talking but yeah we can also find us on youtube as well for this episode so today we are talking about The topic of perimenopause and menopause and this is something that I have been really grappling with these last Three or four months in particular So I really wanted to bring Miyako-san onto the show To talk about it in more depth because she does help women with her knowledge of various different natural ways You can help to alleviate the symptoms and uh, not fight against your body as you go through this process that we all must go through at some point so uh, we are not doctors i will just say that a little bit of a disclaimer there we are not doctors but uh, i think miyaku can definitely help you in some ways and she wants you to know that there are so many options available to you so it is a great thing to have options whether it's hrt that you decide to go with or something else there are many options for women who are going through perimenopause and menopause. So that's what we talk about today. Before we get into the conversation, I want to share my experience over the last three months because it has been quite a lot to deal with in a short space of time. And so I think the first time I noticed that something was odd or I wasn't quite feeling myself was two or three years ago when I really just started noticing that my self-confidence was ebbing away or the confidence that I did have was just slowly diminishing and things that I felt were normal before just didn't seem like something I could do anymore. I wasn't as interested in things. I didn't have the same levels of energy. I still had reasonable levels of energy, but it was definitely ebbing. Uh, So that was, yeah, two or three years of that going, I'd have migraines, which I hadn't really had before, ever So I did a few things, I tried to keep eating healthy But it was a real struggle, a real struggle So much of a struggle that it has never been before Mm -hmm. I would also be like sleeping loads It was really hard to get up in the morning Where I'm actually a morning person, an early bird I really like getting up early but it was such a struggle. I'd be sleeping until the last minute and then dragging myself out of bed, which is unusual for me. So many things were kind of off and I happened to figure out that, oh, this is what is happening to me. But it was about three months ago when I had this major turn of Oh, and I forgot one more thing that used to happen was I would get panic, these sort of mini panic attacks, and they weren't full-blown panic attacks, but they weren't far off it. And so I'd get triggered by absolutely nothing. I'd just be sitting, talking to someone, and the content of the things they were saying was not anything that would trigger a panic attack. I was perfectly safe, and suddenly I would just have this feeling like that, you know, the, the heart palpitations, the struggling to sort of breathe normally and then wanting to run from the room. Yeah. And sometimes once it even happened when I was driving the car and I don't know why it happened. It was, it wasn't, um, nothing had happened. I was just driving down the road, you know, so those things were happening and it was getting harder and harder to manage, but it was about three months ago that I had this really really tough episode i have never experienced anything like this in my life where i went into the biggest depression the deepest depression i've ever experienced i mean i had postnatal baby blues for a few days and you know obviously i've experienced some really difficult things in my life but i've never felt that level of depression before and I could see myself being depressed, right? I could see it. I was like, what is going on here? Because everything just felt really gray. Like the world was gray and it was spring. So it was Sakura season. There were beautiful flowers and I should, normally i would have been thoroughly enjoying it's one of my favorite times of the year i usually walk around with you know like going, wow look how beautiful it is and i'm so happy to see the sakura again and i was walking around going oh it's a sakura yeah great i was like what is wrong with me and i felt like all of the joy had been sucked out of the world i had a party that i was uh that was for me and Uh, for my co-host of my other podcast Catherine and uh, on the Jandals in Japan podcast and I was like you know mm, party (laughs) what it was such a weird feeling I really hadn't experienced anything like that before at the party I forced myself to go I was standing there and my body was just aching and aching and aching and I would sit on the sofa and just be like oh please don't make me have to move my body just hurts so much and i hadn't even done anything you know i just wanted to be asleep in bed i did not want to be dealing with daily life i did not want to be parenting Did not want to be working really really deep funk that i found myself in and it was part of my cycle so thank goodness it didn't last for too long but that sort of body aching feeling and lack of energy really struggling to walk even one kilometer when i used to you know easily walk three or four with my dog and things um was really a wake-up call so i decided to visit my uh, gynecologist and say i see that you deal with corning here which is the japanese word for uh, menopause and you know and they were like oh hot flashes have you had hot flashes and i'm like no hardly any In fact, the only hot flashes I would get would be after I'd been having wine, you know, drinking alcohol, and then in bed at night I would have a hot flash. Um, That would be the only thing. Otherwise, no hot flashes, right? So, but I said, but I have foggy brain and feeling depressed, body aches, um, very emotional, up and down, raging, feeling like yeah, so angry, feeling so sad. Uh, for no apparent reason um, and so I'm like give me the HRT like I just this because I was in such a bad place I'm just like give me something that's going to make me feel better surely that's HRT and they were like no we don't do that I'm like what <laughs> um, so apparently uh, for them you need to start somewhere else first which they said oh well, let's give you this stuff uh, it's called e- equal or equal or something and it's soy isoflavin. You know sort of concentrated isoflavones and you take this you know twice a twice a day and let's see how you go and you, they also gave me kampo and they gave me all these other things and i'm like damn you and your bloody kampo i don't want your crappy stuff i want some real deal but they wouldn't give me anything else and i'm like okay so i took this stuff and i went home and so i googled this stuff um that they've given me these soy isoflavones and and i was like oh well it does you know i looked at the american website and i looked at various things it's like well it seems like if you take it for long enough it does help well let's at least start with this while we figure out other options and so i started taking these things and within a week i was feeling completely different and i was like okay something's working here so let's just keep going so for now i'm just doing this because it's working and i'm keeping going and uh, also once i started to feel a bit better. I was able to start doing other things. So while I was feeling so rubbish, like no energy, just feeling really depressed and awful, like even just cooking any food was a mission. You know, I was just like, can we order pizza? Like, uh, have some cheese on toast for dinner, please. Like, please don't make me cook anything. When I started to get my energy back, I was able to say okay, let's try and eat some better food. Let's try and cut out some of these things that they tell you that your body can no longer handle once your estrogen levels start to drop, which is dairy and gluten and alcohol, of course. And so cutting out some of those things slowly and in recent times more, so cutting them out. And yeah, it's taken three months, but I feel like if that low point was a two, or a three, I'm feeling maybe a six or a seven now It's a huge improvement. So I wanted to share that story just because this is just how I went about it. And if you want to go and get HRT, go and get your HRT, find somewhere that will give it to you. This is what's working for me now. And so I'm working on making the spiral continue upwards rather than uh, downwards. So and uh, now we're on a slight upward, <laughs> upward spiral, working on what I can do to do that. So I have to say, in the last two weeks where I've really knuckled down on not having dairy and gluten, I'm feeling even more energy coming back to me and I've lost the, um, the sort of, yeah, being addicted to the sugar and needing the sugar hit, and then having the low blood sugar, and then feeling yuck and needing to eat more sugar. I'm feeling much more on an even keel, and I and I feel that is also helping everything else um, to be on an even keel. I ha- so I feel like the food and what I'm doing is is helping everything else. And now I feel like I have more energy to be able to go and do the walking that I want to do. Right, I. I'm up to two and a half kilometers now from like dragging myself around with just one kilometer before so and easily walking two and a half kilometers so yeah i'm noticing that definitely noticing that upward spiral so i hope that by me sharing this story this will encourage you to one keep listening to what miyako has to say but also just help you to maybe stop and think is this what's you know holding me back or making me feel crappy at the moment Uh, Maybe it's not this, maybe it is something to do with the fact that I'm probably going through perimenopause now. And, you know, just to give you some numbers, I'm today, I'm 43. And I definitely noticed it when I was, you know, just turning, what would it say, like 40, Mm. came very obvious when I was 40, but I think it probably been coming along for a year or two before that. So late 30s. So it can happen fairly early to you as well. And if you haven't started yet, then this is a great time to say, well, how could I better prepare myself so that when it does come along that I'm ready for it and I have some great things in place to help me. So without further ado, that was a very long intro, but I just wanted to share that before we get into the conversation with Miyako. And uh, she tells us more about what the things that she does and the discoveries that she's had along the way with how she helps women. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Miyako. Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast.
1: It's great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for inviting me to your fantastic show, Jane, today. I'm super excited to have (laughs) a deep dive conversation.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming along. And for those who do not know who Miyako is, please
1: introduce yourself
0: and tell us a little bit about you, where you live, what you do, and who you help.
1: Yes. So my name is Miyako Hazama. I live in Yokohama, Japan, and I help women in menopause or perimenopause let go of their relief naturally by tapping into the little-known Asian energetic fountain of youth and The energetic fountain of youth. Amazing. Fountain. Yes. yes. <laughs> so have you ever heard about like a menopause or perimenopause and women suffering around you and your friends? Oh, I
0: am suffering. So this is why <laughs> we are here today. I'm so thrilled to be talking with you about this. And I, a lot of my friends are also going through this right now. And a lot of my listeners as well. I know are going through this right now. So really great, timely topic to be speaking to you today.
1: Yes. And I would love to share the epiphany I had with my coach two years ago. Mm. And that happened while we have a morning chat, you know, conversation. Mm. And she shared me a lot of like things that feel, make her felt like hell. She felt the, like hell. Yeah. <laughs> that perimenopause and yeah. menopause. And that happened yeah. to her even on her 30s. And I 30s. said to mm. her, well, I never had hot flashes. And I mm. was I was before like 50, 59. Mm. So I, I never had hot flashes. I, I, have, I don't know what it's like to have that. And when I spoke about it she said what and you know mm. i can't believe that so mm. i've her eyeball has like a popped out of her popped
0: head, out of her head. Yeah, yeah
1: and why is that possible so mm. at that moment i had like chills like epiphany mm. oh, okay i've been doing this uh the the work the breathing work that i would love to share mm. for over 34 years while i was working in the corporate Mm. And this like method I learned and the uh, ancient Asian uh, wisdom, like practices that I incorporate every day has helped me go through that. And so okay, maybe there's some like area that I can contribute mm. to help women not only in Japan but globally mm. suffering from this severe symptom that is impacting the quality of their life the family life and the on the work life of course mm. and how i can contribute so that's where i my journey begin uh, began yeah, yeah. On 2 this years ago mm. 2 years ago and before that i was i left corporate at okay. the age of 56 uh, kind mm. of uh, in japan it's called early retirement ah yes
0: yes yes
1: yes and uh, because i wanted to pursue pursue something, the calling that I had. I didn't know what. But I, because of the the practice that I incorporate of the breathing and seeing people, thousands of people while I, I was in the apprenticeship with a Japanese key expert for over 30, 34- 40 years mm. that brought me to the awareness of okay how can bring that kind of self-healing into mm-hmm. into our daily practice mm-hmm. so that's when I, I left corporate oh wow key healing Japanese key healing
0: you mentioned right.
1: what's that yes it's the energy healing but it's the foundation is a breathing the deeper mm. breathing that we allow our body to really take in not only oxygen but the energy to let that flow, mm-hmm. and we can we can have this deep dive conversation after we. I think we can share other uh, topics around mm-hmm. perimenopause, mm-hmm. but that's how I help because mm-hmm. I wanted to provide like option. There are uh, uh, varieties of options now available. Aside from uh, HRT, like hormone treatment sure. or supplementation or medication, but mm. there are some natural way that maybe support or maybe you can select, uh, which is if you feel better, then mm. that's uh, the option that I pursue. And I invite some women who are interested in this kind of natural healing.
0: Right, right. Hmm. Yeah, it's great to have options, right, wherever we are. Maybe it's go to the doctor, get HRT. Maybe it's pursue something like key breathing. Um, Yeah, so I was just wondering, is it breathing? Because I do plenty of breathing, but it hasn't been helping me. So what is the difference? Mm -hmm. So it's more around the breathing and energy. Is that what Mm -hmm. you're saying? Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a different uh, level of breathing. So, uh, mm. I mean, inviting people to have a deeper level of breathing of mm. like soul, breathing from the soul like a tree. So we can oh talk goodness. about it later. But <laughs> wow. I think uh, that's kind of bring a different level of awareness and the breathing is endless. So that's I'm endless meaning limitless. Meaning that you can discover Mm -hmm. your own depth of breathing once you get aware of that. So that's something of the Mm -hmm. one of the pillars that I have on the foundation Mm -hmm. for our daily energy, like accelerators. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, we can apply that even on this, like uh, dealing with perimenopause issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So first
0: off, we have to talk about what are the symptoms that... People might be experiencing that could well potentially be because of perimenopause but they haven't realized that that's what it is so that maybe they for example i'll give you i'll give you my list it's quite long these are the ones that i had and i didn't realize for a long time what was going on so first of all it was um very insidious right it didn't just hit me one day like a truck it was very gradual it was so gradual that i didn't notice for a long time i just noticed my confidence ebbing away slowly and the, so things that i wouldn't have any trouble doing before like speaking in front of people i suddenly didn't feel like i could do it or you know i didn't want to put myself out there anymore like i used to and it was very very gradual when this happened um and so yeah this sort of ebbing of confidence was one thing um yeah losing my um just strength and endurance just feeling like i had no energy to do simple things like walk my dog where i used to run 5k's i used to lift weights and then then i got to a point where i couldn't do any of it i just all i could do was sit on the sofa and i had body pains just going through my body i didn't have a fever i didn't have a cold i just had so many body aches And i would sit on the sofa and my body would be aching and i wouldn't know why it hadn't done anything um that was that was sort of a little bit later but yeah the initial ones were just that ebbing of confidence and disinterest in things that i'd always been interested in or liked and um relying more and wanting and craving more sweet things and carbohydrates like vegetables get away from me i do not want to eat vegetables as a 40 something year old woman that's that's kind of like you're sounding like a toddler like a baby you know right but all i wanted to eat was sweets and carbs um vegetables yuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was what the, the first sort of things that i really noticed what are some of the other ones that you see that people might not know could actually be perimenopause
1: Yes, and I be I I love how you shared about not only the physical like appearance of the body pains, but how you the mood yeah, changes the or losing mm. ebbing of the confidence. And I would love to actually, uh, before moving on to the specific s- symptoms, just for the people who are not sure about like what's a perimenopause or menopause, of course you. People might know what's a menopause. It's a kind of first yeah. anniversary of your last period,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's an end of your fertile fertility process. But it, that happens. But perimenopause is happening before that. So people in generally have experienced perimenopause around the age of forty to forty-four, mm-hmm. and it it stays like four years or but it could last for. A decade, mm-hmm. and because of this perimenopause uh, transitional period, we see the decline of hormone, fertility hormone like you know, estrogen and progesterone. Mm-hmm. But what is happening it, during this perimenopause is kind of a like fluctuation. So there yeah. may be a, a strike yeah. of uh, estrogen happening, and then it's also uh, combined with uh, your uh, menstrual cycle. So mm. it's like it's feel like really confusing what, what's happening. Yeah. So the way you described about it's coming like gradually in like shade of something. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not a ghost, but it's like gradually coming over. It's not attacking you one day, but it's okay, no, something no, is so different. gradual. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So subtle, mm-hmm. sometimes unnoticeable. Mm. And some could really navigate those symptoms with uh, like no notice at all, like myself, Mm -hmm. but some have hit drastically. So it's really, every woman is different because of their like past experience Mm and whether they have taken pills or or the diet or whatever, but those are like subtle and coming gradually to you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great to really just to know that and uh aside from the going back to your question aside from the the point that you described it's happening around like all over the body
0: yeah
1: and what we i typically really see is like uh the the migraines headache mm-hmm. it's it's not like a strike what what moment but it's kind of continuously coming up repeatedly hmm it's like you feel so, so tense around mm. your head. Mm. And it also comes with a, like a forgetfulness.
0: Yes, the mind m- fog, foggy, right? b- yeah, yeah, foggy mm. brain.
1: Because those uh, female hormones have a lot to do, like contribution to not only our fertility, but our immune system. Uh, cardiovascular or all these like a like every all that part of the body yeah, are pretty much every, part, yes, of every body, part of your body right so yeah. it could happen to ev- all parts and from that specific specific symptom what i also see is like a burning mouth syndrome this burning is really mouth. serious oh my it's like, uh, too hot and sometimes too hurtful to eat taking food wow so extreme case it, they cannot uh, have well. like like yeah. like only mm. the liquid mm-hmm. so this that's mm-hmm. the worst case that i'm actually helping now uh for the lady mm. a, a burning mouth throat and mm. also um what comes also is about the your neck or palpitation heart
0: yeah palpitation. Heart palpitation
1: yes how about participation and also the like a skin dryness
0: yes dry skin have you ever that experienced one. that yes yeah. very dry dry and, and always feeling sort of yeah dry mouth or something yeah yes
1: mm. and you also mentioned about the your the tendency of like a food craving changes mm. for that you talked about the sweet but it happened in various uh type of situation like you, you can not have like some people some women with even experience uh, like a loss of weight rather than like uh, having a lot of belly fat. You know, mm-hmm. it's a typical, mm-hmm. but some women experience a li- really can't eat anything right. a certain period. Mm-hmm. And also the nail brittles, like ah, nail yeah. break. Hair falling out ha- nails, yeah. And hair is very, very serious issue, hair folding and thinning. Mm. So I'm also uh, helping women for that like hair issue because it's it's like emotional. Yeah, yeah. It's Very shocking oxygen. to yeah. see you know mm. one day you have like a so much hair you see on the brush, yeah. and you know like on the sink. Oh, what's happening to me? Right. So mm. those are symptoms, and 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 with that like a low libido.
0: No, 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 no. Dryness,
1: Mm -hmm. dryness. which Mm -hmm. which we are not talk a lot, you know. Nobody wants to say that out loud. That's right. That's that's true, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, I think those are the things that, like, are coming uh, uh, the appearance to Mm -hmm. our body changes. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. also, what you mentioned is very important about the our mood changes like loss of energy, feeling fatigue. It's like some of the like dust accumulated. Some women told me that like, um, I feel some dust like accumulating in my body mm-hmm. every single day. And it feel like in my, in her like early thirties or when she thought she was in prime, It's, it's it was easy to recover. So sure. it, she had to work late at night, you know, work early in the morning. Mm. It was okay, you know, hopping mm-hmm. around, but now, uh, no matter you know how much she tried and do the exercise or diet, oh, my energy is not coming up right, mm. and to is it's difficult to stay in a consistent level of like energy. Mm. That is very very common.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. I feel. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. So what I'm sharing is that if you're feeling this, these kind of like symptom, okay, that might I might be that. Like you know, mm. that is uh, not like a negative warning, but for for many women, it's like okay, I'm not alone. I'm not alone on this journey, mm-hmm. and. Okay, just to know and just be aware that that might come up mm. make them feel a little bit like lighter. yeah because yeah. they thought, okay, what's happening to my body? So what often happened is that okay, they don't go to the doctors and some the doctors sometimes they, like turn out to be like mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say that, but some are mean and okay, you are aging. <laughs> no never said that
0: right Mm, mm, but that's real Mm. yeah i think there's a real lack of understanding in the medical profession of women of a certain age would come to you with a burning mouth and you're treating the burning mouth but not potentially the reason which is the lack of hormones or whatever that that's happening to them that's creating this burning mouth or what you know insert your particular thing you're struggling with here People go like the heart palpitations. Like Oprah, recently said she went to various doctors to get. She thought she was dying, you know, to get all these things for her heart checked. But it was just that—that's one of the the things that happened to her when she hit perimenopause and etc. So, yeah, working on on the uh, the the hormone side of balance or balancing or whatever you're doing to 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 get through those symptoms um is what's needed not beta blockers and you know um what is the things they give to heart patients right people who are receiving treatment for actual heart issues yeah
1: mm. yes so i also think that thanks to opera you know, she is bravely yes opening you, Oprah, up her right? own story right <laughs> and many women even like celebrities started to open up their stories mm. and i think that's very the uh that's positive aspect of you know sharing yes and supporting each other and like you said what's in, like triggering is that those symptoms as you just mentioned are really similar to other like real illnesses type of thing so mm. what they Often experience is going, the doctor is doing the exam, blood testing, all these type, and they have to go to the separate section, of the, mm. like when they visit a la- uh, big
0: hospital. Yeah, going to the cardiologist. <laughs> <laughs> cardiologist, the...
1: gynecologist, you know, yeah. all these are mm. different, and they do the separate exam, and you start to, like, get scary. Mm-hmm. And that's a tricky part of making this worse. So right. okay, mm. w- you start to like digging deep into not your inner strength, but starting to to like trying to find what's wrong with me. Right. What the what's wrong with me? So that's that's question. That question even make that situation worse and mm-hmm. stressful and no, yeah, yeah, they feel like worrying, okay, right. Dark. I'm going into the dark tunnel, and there's no light. I see. So that's the worst scenario of Mm. of just not knowing. And you know, you are going to the doctor visit every single week, (laughs) and there you get Mm. exhausted.
0: Yeah, especially if they can't find anything wrong with you. Like, oh, I don't see anything wrong with your heart, or your ECG is fine, and and all of these things. But you are experiencing these. Pains, or you are actually experiencing these help up heart palpitations, and the doctors are saying, Well, you're fine. Yeah, Yes. So, what does that do to you? You know, that's yes, uh, you're, not you're not fine, you're <laughs> not fine. <laughs> the wrong place.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I have to share this data with you that National Institute of Health said that, like, nearly half half of women experience some kind of like physical or mental exhaustion during this period mm-hmm. so if you are experiencing this you are really not alone i'm mm-hmm. i'm saying that to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah, that's kind of like minimum, isn't it? Like <laughs> everybody's gonna be Yes, because that yes, much. everybody yeah. and,
1: and not many are like claiming that. Mm. So just think about it, you know. And just thinking our lives, oh, I'm so busy, I have two kids, my
0: kids play baseball, and then now my parents are getting older and I need to look after them, and I'm at this time of life when life is super busy, my career is at a certain level. You would blame it on a lot of things, but yeah, this the the changes going on in your body are what is at the core of all of this. So yeah, it's great to shine a light on it. Let's talk about this because even just sort of going through this recent journey myself and then discussing it with my mother. So I was like, so mum, what happened to you? And she was like, oh, I was fine. And I'm like, really? Cause I'm really not fine. How is it that our DNA are completely different here? And then I said, so, you know do you know any of the symptoms of perimenopause? And she was like, hot flashes. And I'm like, and? And that was the only one that she knew. Uh-huh,
1: and wow.
0: I'm sorry, mum, if I'm getting the story wrong and you're listening and you're like, that's not how it went, but this is how I remember the conversation anyway. And then I said, well, no, actually there's a list of 30 something symptoms and they include this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and she's like, oh, well, if you say that, then perhaps I did have some things, but also at that particular time, um, was a really tough time for her in that my father was going through his cancer journey which he passed away from and so oh, she see. was living that at the same time and and obviously not focusing on you know this feeling tired and and run down and emotional is because of my hormones <laughs> depleting uh-huh. as you know my my husband is has cancer right now and we're in panic stations here you know so um it was difficult for her to judge that so I was like okay well that's not useful to me now to to use that information as my my mum said that she didn't have any problems with menopause because potentially a lot of women didn't know at you know what what it was even in uh, in my mother's generation right they knew hot flashes that's a very obvious one right yes mm. and so that's what a lot of people start with oh it's the hot fly i don't have hot flashes i'm fine everything all of them the mood or feeling depressed or um, things is something else. Yeah. But yes, it, potentially it, not. Yeah. Mm.
1: Your mom's story tells us a lot of things because I think for many women during this period, there are a lot going on. Mm. I can imagine, mm. you know, every mm. time I talk to my clients and uh, all the women that I share these experiences, they have the work responsibility has broadened so yeah. much, right? And, uh, well, well, that's a good thing for, you know, Japan. That's yeah, what we want, right? <laughs> that we want, but it's it's real. But at the same time, inside our house, now what's going on on our house, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to take care of your kids still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a male participation on this, like, housekeeping stuff right now. But some, many women have to take care Take on as a responsibility, house cleaning or cooking or whatever, shopping, and also the aged, aging parents is real. Yes. yes. So we have to take support our parents and also the pets. Pets, oh, pets yes. get, get <laughs> ill sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah aging pets. Maybe, is uh, aging pets yeah. is something. So when I have the conversation with women, I, I kind of list out all the things they are on the task clicked, and we got oh my goodness! Like there's a fifty things 50 going things. on, like yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. including her work tasks, right? Oh, and that's in see,
0: addition to the work tasks, or in included, addition to uh, in
1: addition. Typically, in addition, in addition, but you know, yeah. there's a work task mm. maybe included, so she maybe that person is not coming up to other tasks she has on her mind, mm-hmm. but just. Listing out what she thinks she is—that is under her responsibility, or something yes. she has to do today, mm. or maybe tomorrow, or this week—I mm. get sick. <laughs> you know, I, I just yeah. like doing it. You're interview. feeling
0: exhausted just writing it oh, all down. Right.
1: Mm. Oh my goodness, I mm. can't just hold that. And this mm. is happening. And this kind of stress is also that big trigger
0: yeah it certainly doesn't help yeah mm.
1: yes and this doesn't help and even worsen the symptoms mm, right so just to know that okay there are the of things that I, we have to do but you know how I can manage it more mm. in the ease or mm. less efforting or whatever and mm. doing that work is also really helpful mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's something you could do today right write it all down and look and see oh, my God, this is what I'm expecting myself to do or expecting myself to be responsible for. Can we make some changes here? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. of these things, you cannot really listen to your bodies.
0: Right. It's very so noisy, isn't it? When you noisy, so
1: noisy. So noisy. So and what's things. the priority going on in your mm-hmm. conscious mind? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you might not be hearing the body's like, cue or sign right. that, okay, I want rest, or mm-hmm. well, I want something, you No, know, I want more sleep, whatever, or you know, I'm feeling not good, right? Those are the thing we can suppress, mm-hmm. cover up like easily, because mm-hmm. we have another priority going on. So there are many women who feel like, okay, when I share these kind of symptom, oh, I might have experienced that, or like mm-hmm. that type of thing, this is real. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Hmm.
1: And but what's what's so interesting, and I I love why I, this I love supporting these age range women is that once like you start to change, now your kid change, your partner. The relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these are uh, like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So that's why the woman listening to this episode I really honor you. I like I like to send honor and love because they are doing so great. You are doing so great. And just honor that, mm. right? And when you like ah, navigate, feeling emotional, yeah. Yeah. Yes because it's mm. it's you are the last person mm. to really honor yeah, yourself. Yeah. And I would love to send that that like you are the sunshine. You are glowing, right? right? Yeah. So it's it's just the slow symptoms might appear, well, during that period of transitional mm-hmm. period, but just think about you know what if you know what's good for your body. If you come to know what works for you and what like excites you, then just think about the next decades, like a few decades of two, th- 20, 30 years after, because we are living in an re- age of longevity, Yeah, this might be the beautiful opportunity that like a gift, I would like to use the word universe, gift from the universe saying that, okay, just take a moment to see what's working for you in this like a beautiful seasonal changes. And how you can design or you create your own life. And what would you like to do? Not only with your work or life, but with your body too. Mm. I think it's it's really,
0: and this is something that I've had a realization of in the last just a few weeks. Very timely realization (laughs) that you feel like things are out of control. With your body, like I'm on this roller coaster and I can't control it. I don't know when I'm going to be up. I don't know when I'm going to be down. I don't know when I'm going to be crying my eyes out. I don't know when I'm going to be screaming at someone um, or exhausted and I can't get off the sofa, whatever that it feels like that. But there are things you can do to get back that. Control. And you don't just have to let the roller coaster run away. You I can start that. driving that roller coaster and, uh, you know, taking the the more scenic, scenic way than rather than the, the highway. I
1: love yeah. that insight because just think about we are in the roller coaster and if you want to really enjoy the ride of like up and down, well, we can just focusing on that up and down. But mm-hmm. when, when you just see that like a movie scene mm-hmm. and people having enjoyed the wonderful like roller coaster journey, mm-hmm. then the picture that you see in yourself changes. So mm-hmm. I immediately like had a vision mm-hmm. of seeing that on a movie of that okay. someone is mm-hmm. on a roller coaster. And it's a beautiful like way of seeing what's going on in your body and you are not losing your control. Mm-hmm. And I would love to share this with my uh, clients that why not see this as a sign From your body Mm. and so if you are experiencing some migraines yes there's a hormone decline up and down like fluctuation happening but is there anything going on in your head
0: yeah why migraines like why not body pain right or something else what would be
1: the Mm. pattern Mm. that recurring and very very interestingly When I did this exercise with my clients, they find that okay, it's not only like hormones that are messing up. If you are having that balance, you know that your body is working exactly for you, Mm -hmm. not against you. Yeah. And okay, this comes up before my presentation, or this Mm -hmm. came up when I think about how, where my I could like have the new residence for my aging parents right. or just think about all this noise and you start, you cannot sleep when mm. you have that, but yeah. it raises like a, another level of migraine. Mm. So when you just know that, okay, maybe I might be de- unconsciously. What's a little bit trigger, trigger, uh, tricky is that you might be thinking that on, on the back of your head, not mm-hmm intentionally so yeah, you are. Yeah. You seem like you are focusing on the current project ah, have a okay. deadline but back on your mind you in have un- another mind. thing yeah. it. Things, and also maybe yeah. something okay I have something like I have like I want to live my purpose or whatever you know and there's something wrong in my life going on and you haven't noticed it yet so you are just thinking okay what where am I wrong and you have a project going on and just noticing that make them relieved,
0: right, right, mm.
1: and that alleviates their mm. mental. now they know how to manage. like go ahead of what might happen, mm-hmm. so that okay, I'm gonna have a good rest, you know, before that presentation or whatever. Just change your agenda a mm. little bit. So this is something also that can be done during Mm. this period Mm. yeah i read i
0: saw something recently research or something you know some documentary or something about how you would think that the hormones estrogen it comes like it comes from your ovaries right so you think that your ovaries are sort of controlling all of this but actually it's the brain it's not the ovaries it's the brain so Hello brain <laughs> time to have a chat about how we are approaching things yeah
1: yes and that's um, the those scientific evidence is coming up and there's a like a hormonal uh regulation using like uh, those medication that's one thing but there's another level of scientific evidence coming up like hormone is regulating but hormone is only chemical and when just just think about this is like an Asian philosophy, but just mm-hmm. think about a hormone. Of course, there's a decline because we don't need to bear children like at the age of like 90. <laughs> I don't
0: want No, that. we do like, not.
1: We do not want So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's at its end. Something yeah. come to an end is not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, there's another level. There's a purpose. So, yeah. yeah. There's a purpose. And the, that next stage that just think about how body is really Adjusting, mm. adjusting the balance. And those people, like old people, oh, well, older uh, in the age, like they are, their life was shorter. Yeah. That was real. Mm. But there was less menopause menop, or perimenopause. But, right. and mm. even in Japan, this, over the past 20 years, the, the level of this, like, uh, appearance of the symptoms has, has been increased. So even in Japan, it, although compared to Western population, the women experiencing like hot flashes and night sweat is a lower, the percentage mm-hmm. is lower. Mm-hmm. but this is like increasing, increasing even in Japan. level, mm-hmm. even in Japan. So mm-hmm. currently like 40 percent of women in 50, in Japan are experiencing mm. some kind of menopause mm-hmm. and also 40 30 uh, percent uh, of women in 40s are mm-hmm. experiencing that right right so these are the the things but just think about how are like the wisdom that mm. our old age generation have been experiencing mm-hmm. like eating the balanced food exercise mm. not do much all the social media, yeah,
0: Sure. not <laughs> like watching like a PC
1: yeah. screen working at the middle of the night. Yeah. What Less were they noise. doing? Yeah. Oh, yes. What mm. were they doing? So that's something of that uh, mm. we can think about. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so in in Japan, I think you were saying that we have access to a lot of good food, right? A lot of things that can really help us. What if someone wants to be eating more foods that are going to help them? To be more balanced and to sail through perimenopause and sail through peri, peri one more time and sail through perimenopause with more ease what do you recommend
1: yes uh, especially for the food uh well energetic nourishment is one of the pillars uh, of that i teach but it's always comes down to eating the balanced diet mm-hmm. so from the is like philosophy that are like in energy and young energy. So mm-hmm. warm food and cold food. Mm-hmm. So I'm inviting to, of, although you might not like veggies, veggies, <laughs> not at the moment, but, no, <laughs> yeah, not at the moment, but it's good. Yeah. And it's helpful. So mm-hmm. what I suggest is have that fresh, fresh veggies. Mm-hmm. And in, of course, in the area of the Fukushima, you have a beautiful, like, fresh fish available. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love that. So these are the vegetables and fresh fish. Or meat is good because, like, a good quality protein, mm-hmm. I suggest. Mm-hmm. And with, with a good, like, a balance. So right. not, like, drastic. Not just uh,
0: vegetables, right? Yeah, just not- fish. <laughs>
1: not, not basic. Yeah. Like less sweet, I recommend, mm-hmm. but if you want to have a little tiny of sweet, that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. You can ju- adjust in three days. So sure. yes, mm-hmm. find what works for you, but also i will inviting you to have this tofu, like isoflavon. Mm-hmm. Isoflavons, kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Like a yeah. mimic? Make mm. of estrogen, mm-hmm. yes. and uh, some school of thought say that you know that is maybe the reason why Asian women have less like hot flashes or night fat. Mm. But for me, I like like to, to- like uh, milk, soy mm-hmm. milk, mm-hmm. and I would take that daily. And I for the lunch and uh, my dinner, I would make sure to have like a balance of the yin and yang balance mm-hmm. of the food. Uh, uh like hot on uh, hot warm food like onion the, the garlic and also the even the yin uh like cool cool veggies i use it as a blend of the cooking style of all these mm-hmm. like a little bit of a mm-hmm. trick to make that food balance but what really tells you is that your body loves it
0: right yeah. How so, does your body respond? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: because you're living in Japan, just think about uh, what's the fresh whole food or whatever available mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. and you feel like oh, not just the uh, filling your stomach; it's a, it's a more of the fulfilling emotionally, mm-hmm. appreciating mm-hmm. every bite. Mm-hmm. That I recommend, right? Well, it may that be like it's like a two, too like a very unique type of diet, but it's all about listening to your body's real voice rather than like a sweet craving. So yeah, when you yeah. when you want it, well, more sweet, okay, why not like take take it less or mm-hmm. why? Do I want that, or you know, mm, I what's going I on really right want? Now? Right. Yeah. So just, just why don't I want broccoli? <laughs> yeah, yes, and if you, yeah. I, I get it because there are some moments that you don't mm. want to take that, and there mm. might be reason why. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to the supermarket and just see the the colors of the vegetable that comes up mm-hmm. brighter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where I pick busy. Mm-hmm. And that's my like way of intuitive, uh, not a bad intuition, mm-hmm. I should say, like emotional, but mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my coming from the, guiding you, God, right? guiding mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going that for the energy. So I'm go, mm-hmm. go, coming back to the energy mm-hmm. type of thing. But everything that we can see for the just for the ease of perimenopause, why not go to the supermarket today and pick something that feels like really brighter, right in your eyes Mm -hmm. and and try it try it for a few days and Mm -hmm. see how your level of fulfillment or appreciation of food changes Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah
0: no it's an interesting way to think about it because for me going to the supermarket is a pain in the ass yeah and i think most mothers Or people who have to provide meals for their family all day, you know, every day would probably say something similar. Like, Oh my God, here I am at the supermarket again, going around with my trolley. And I've forgotten something. I have to go back and where's my list. Oh, I left it at home. So I don't remember anything. Not fun. Right. But perhaps next time I go, I will take this alternative way of looking at the supermarket and go, What is looking bright and attractive to me in the supermarket today? What will I pick up? That sounds far more fun than my usual attitude of going to the supermarket.
1: Yes. Mm. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing because over 30 years, I was so mesmerized with the food energy Mm. I've been trusting and trying because my mentor also loved food mm-hmm. and he enjoyed the food and chewing. And it's a mm. kind of source of energy rather other than like breathing air. So right. just like we we want fresh oxygen into our body, we, we want to have something that is feel, fulfilling to our gut. So it's yeah. like, a, just think about the caveman age era right? like mm-hmm. once they have that the meat or that the thing that they have like they are really excited enjoying, right like excited yeah. and this is a like, wow eating this time this is a kind yep. of eating time mm-hmm. this is a most kind of wonderful experience it that should we be, can right? enjoy yeah. so i am so much into but uh, it that but i and i get it i totally can imagine because you have a Kid and t- you have to take care of your family, so much list going on. Mom, what's for dinner? Oh, I don't yeah, want to eat Yeah, I don't ah, want to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But if, yeah. If, that, if the parents, I see the parents started uh, taking the food as a, something of the nourishment that energizes you mm-hmm. and enjoy that, then I see their kids, starting to get more interested about food it's like it's not like a slow food you don't need to cook for like hour Like no i i just cook like 10 minutes No, quick quick Mm, quick mm. but if you just select the fresh one Mm -hmm. or the thing you love and just do the steaming or grilling for the 10 minutes okay i'm done right Mm, so it's my my cooking is not delicate you know i'm like I'm like using my hand to chop down the veggies or Mm. like, you know, that's wild. But it's it's up to you how much you would like to spend your time. But the important thing is selecting Mm -hmm. the right food for you.
0: Right. Interesting. I will be going to the supermarket tomorrow. So I will attempt this and see how we go because I, yeah. I choose not to enjoy my supermarket shopping when I could choose to enjoy it right it's it's up to yes. me, yeah,
1: it's up to you and mm. but I'm not sure whether your listener feel the same way, but when I go out and travel outside of Japan, going to the united states or u k or, or whatever, and I visit a supermarket, but there's very like a Limited choices of food, mm-hmm. and especially in the United States, there's a, like a portion is so large, mm-hmm. and there's a processed food, and there's a like a natural food corner is very yeah, very food corner. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a it's a pricey pricey right, sure experience for them. Mm-hmm. So coming back to Japan, I I love Japan. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's not because. I, I was born here. I love the choices mm-hmm. that I can make about mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. material. So that's sure, why sure. I would, because, you know, many of the, your listeners are living in Japan. Why not, like, you have a selection of food that you can pick for And yourself. it's all
0: best quality, top quality, isn't it? Absolute top yes. quality. Most of, them
1: mm. are safe. Most of them, I should say, are safe. So mm. top quality, the fresh food. Yeah, very oh. fresh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Especially the fish or mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: yes. We only have to go back home to remind ourselves of that. You actually have to yeah. carefully so, choose your things because it might be rotten or you know <laughs> it might yes, not be yes, fresh, of right? Of course, of
1: course. And yeah. so, do what works for you, mm. but just to to see that whenever you visit. Like a supermarket, it's, it's, it's for your own choice. You, can, I can make choices here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with your own budget, <laughs> mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just be in. playful and see the difference. Mm. Ask your body whether it feels good.
0: Don't listen to the cravings though. Yeah. 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 At the moment I'm trying to retrain my gut microbiome that vegetables are yummy and let's enjoy vegetables because it's been a while maybe a couple of years probably of relying on sugar to get through the day you know just going from one one hit to another hit of sugar just to get through the day and having those low blood sugar moments of feeling oh you know i can't do anything I i can't think straight whatever not fun so yes
1: yes and one thing that might help you if you are like a sugar craver is a chocolate no the mm-hmm. cho- cacao is <laughs> a content cacao yes cacao, chocolate. Yes, cacao <laughs> chocolate so just to have a bite and feel what feel for you because i love chocolate i love mm. chocolate mm-hmm. and i would i would select the less like sugar chocolate Mm. yeah they have some ones in the
0: supermarket like 70 to
1: eighty. yes yes 70 at the percentage right you can so above 70 you recommend or yes i i'm actually choosing this above 70 but it's like uh depending on the manufacturer the taste is different but the Mm -hmm. good cocoa tastes good Mm. and i feel satisfied with a tiny portion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so maybe you can get started with that
0: yeah i think once you get into the 80s it's a little bit next level um yeah the chocolate we have in our house is 72 or ah, something i think yeah. yes yes and my yes, kids yeah. my kids i'm letting my kids have it because i thought it's good to get them used to this kind of taste and yeah it can't hurt to have a little bit of <laughs> low sugar chocolate instead of yes the yes high sugar one yeah
1: and we can talk keep talking about the food but what i often see for my, my clients get stuck mode is that they try a lot of like extreme type of diet program and they go in that's called like an only veggies, like you know, no meat or whatever. And they sometimes find that okay, like rebound coming or the craving coming. Sure. So yeah. it's it's we want to find something that works for over the long term.
0: Yeah. Something that you can sustain, right? Because sustain you, can't <laughs> you can't go back.
1: You can't go back to your ways. Because yeah. we are living life at this moment. Mm. So just think about, okay, I I would love to enjoy it. Like every food that I taste is fantastic, right? So I just want to share this type of perspective of mm-hmm. having like enthusiasm of, okay, if I were to... I don't want to say that, but you know, leave this planet or for the, within a few years, mm. then I would love to. What do you like to do? And then, yeah. okay, I would love to enjoy this now. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's something you yeah. can think about. Okay, yeah, I want to
0: share something that I found yesterday on when I was scrolling Instagram. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I'm from New Zealand in in New Zealand we have our native people who are called Maori and in Maori culture, the time when you go through menopause and, you know, finish menopause, you become what's called Rua which Rua, rua hine? means Rua, R-U-A, rua. R-U-A r- uh-huh. which means two, hine, which is woman or girl. So it's your second womanhood okay so these women are revered they are the wisdom givers and to become is a great privilege and a great uh, you know you're welcome to the special club you can only get in
1: wow, once amazing. you've passed
0: your menstruating years and yeah they are they are considered quite differently to what you know how women are perceived or treated in western culture and also the way they think about Duahine is it's it's not idolized but it's it's a positive thing right whereas we often look at menopause perimenopause and we don't even want to say the word right nobody even wants to speak out those words menopause mm-hmm. perimenopause so um i was thinking oh can we rebra- rebrand rebrand Uh, menopause to something else, but since I'm from New Zealand and uh, using Maori language in our everyday uh, spoken, you know, word is becoming increasingly more common year by year in New Zealand. So I'm going to borrow this term from, uh, from New Zealand, but I was thinking, wouldn't it be great to just have a better term for this? In English that we could use and enjoy using instead of menopause, which is incredibly clinical sounding and doesn't sound like much fun at all. Because I hear from some of my sisters who are you know further down the journey from me that it's actually quite good on the other side once you get through all of those ups and downs of this, the fluctuations in the hormones, and you men, you learn how to, um, not not you you learn to yeah love this new you or this version of you right yes. or that or to work with your body instead of fighting your body work together to be uh this new the second you right this
1: oh sort of thing how yeah. beautiful i love that maoli of that second life what a beautiful like wisdom
0: Mm, yeah they that's carrying, been along for, uh, around for a long time yeah so
1: yes yeah. Mm. and i think asian country also we have that like philosophy of uh, not like uh how should i say it? accepting and embracing i should say embracing mm-hmm. embracing what's happening because we have experienced a season of life mm-hmm. but it's not like the hills are. Uh, past it's coming another the deeper level of understanding about yourself and your body and maybe this world mm-hmm. and now at a time you can share that beautiful like glow with with other other people you love mm-hmm. for the next generation so mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. something of the role and i love the fact that you mentioned about the words of the menopause and mm-hmm. I'm actually using that like a menopause wonder in my YouTube channel. Menopause wonder,
0: right. Because yeah. I think
1: it's menopause, like negative connotation. We have so much wonder in that period. So we might come up with more of the you know, more fascinating top, like, uh, fascinating term
0: or uplifting I, term uplifting maybe. yes yeah.
1: uplifting yeah and I, I love to use the prime years of our life
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Because the ma- yeah. level
1: of maturity is different
0: yeah 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 definitely yeah i i'm seeing the world through different eyes definitely thanks Beautiful. to this process mm-hmm. um When I look at younger women who are in their sort of early 30s and I'm like, wow, look at you with all your hormones intact. Isn't that great? But Mm. I feel more, even though, you know, some days are very emotional or, you know, because of what's going on, I still feel more stable and kind of grounded in where I am now at 43. Don't want to go back to 23 no definitely not definitely not but i would like some of that energy back so that's something i'm really just the energy the lack of energy that i used to have to do the things that i do that's what i'm working on at the moment is working with my body to bring back that energy so i can do the things i want to do i want to go and play golf and enjoy myself right this is something i'm doing learning to play golf at 43 you know if you do right Um, I want to have the energy to enjoy doing it. I want to enjoy walking my dog instead of like for the last few months, it's been shuffling around Mm -hmm. our our walk together. And, you know, can we go, can we, and I'm the one who's saying, can we go home now? And my dog's like, what? (laughs) We haven't finished. (laughs) So cute. I love dogs. So thanks to my dog, I am doing some exercise, but yeah, that is what I'm focusing on now is bringing back uh, the energy to be able to do the things I love to do and mm-hmm. to be the, the parent I want to be, which is another thing. Like, I think my children have really suffered from having a mother who couldn't handle them because not that they're they're not even badly behaved or anything, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, little fights. I'd be just like, I can't handle this. Yeah, you know, can You can you go to your room and fight or something like something I could normally sort of sit through and say, well, there you go it's sorted now in a calm manner I couldn't deal with. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even listen to music. It was too much. Mm. It was too much for me to listen to music. I just had to be in quiet silence, right? And so it's only in the last week or two that I can listen to music again and enjoy it and not find it stressful or annoying or and things. So I'm thankful to be on the uptick now instead of down in the, in the dumps where i was a few weeks and months ago but yeah it took heading kind of a rock bottom to to really to say look something needs to happen let's let's go and get some help let's go and see a doctor let's see what they have to offer you try different things change your diet eat some damn vegetables
1: <laughs> all
0: those things right yeah so things are looking up but yeah
1: Yes, yeah, so congratulations! I love to hear how you see the bottom, and now you are starting to see something that works for you yeah. better. Yeah, and definitely for the vegetable, you know, if you don't want to take it, just just don't force it for mm-hmm. a while. You don't, mm-hmm. you won't die, of course, right? You know, you know, it, it's it's okay. It's sort okay. Starting to with what I like. Starting right? with the easy, food I, right. easy ones. Uh, take yeah? a pick up. Mm-hmm. Because some, something of the forcing is uh, having like a blockage of energy that I also teach. Mm. So everything that you think you should do, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. just just think about how much, you know, the, the list, you remember the list we talked about. So, yeah, okay, you sit in your quiet stillness and you feel better.
0: That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I guess it was what I needed at the time, but it's nice to be able to feel more normal again. Yeah. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. And because of like all these aspects of life, that energy that brings up energy, it's not only about your diet, but the way you breathe or the way you visualize your future, all these coming alive. So I think we have come to a state of like okay what kind of self-care do i really need in this situation so these kind of uh, like a wheel i call like an energy propeller and mm-hmm. i have like a five pillars mm-hmm. but <clears throat> those are the things of course you can see holistically on what's working and what's not working or maybe i can add a little bit of a pieces because every woman It's different Mm. and we want to know to have like what works for you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at the best.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sounds like a great place for you to tell us more about how people can get in touch with you if they're like, yes. Yes. help, or Or actually, I can feel this coming on and I want to get in front of it and I want to be doing the things that are going to help me move through this with more ease? How do I Yes. So
1: I would invite you to to take a look at your, like, what are you doing for your Mm self-care? And that's why I'm actually creating. And maybe if this uh, part episode is on live, you can have a link below Mm -hmm. to find the link below to get access to this free guide. Mm -hmm. free guide to check in all these five pillars that
0: I'm
1: actually sharing at the first step to check in on your energy levels and Mm -hmm. you can even improve that just to get to know aware of that Mm -hmm. so just starting from that free guide would help you feel more energized and there's Mm. an opportunity for not relief but getting more vitality yeah with all these, taking in the application of the daily little things, mm. like that we we talked about the food selection at the mm-hmm. breathing, mm-hmm. I can go deeper, deeper, and you know uh, at the <laughs> level of the, yeah. different level. But just to know that you might be holding your breath mm. and check in is a big thing too, right? So, right. So I would invite you to to, to do that um, to check the, my free guide. Mm. And I would love, my passion is to support women in doing their self-care and navigate this perimenopause and menopause season, as you mentioned, as like a second stage of our life. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm so passionate about, and I would love to connect with you on my social. I'm active on TikTok and also YouTube channel. I have a YouTube uh, channel called menopause wonder yeah and there you can find some of the uh, helpful videos for you and if you are getting some really serious uh issues dealing with that and Mm -hmm. want to have a conversation with you please let me know and let's connect because i'm actually helping uh women very, very have a like a personal attention because they're going through a lot of heavy things and right, like hair folding or burning, mouth can't eat or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a uh, lot going on, but they are doing really, really well, improving after this yeah. and with a simple natural healing process. So okay. that's something you, can, you might want to check in. Mm.
0: Very good. We will link those things up in the show notes. So go and check those out if you would like to learn more from Miyako-san or get in touch with her. And yeah, you can find her YouTube channel and watch some of her other episodes that she has up there and keep an eye on that for more coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm super excited to have this kind of self-care sisterhood Yeah. and support each other. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a long, it could be a long game, but it's a, like a next a few decades of building your own life.
0: Mm. Yep, there you go. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Miyako. I've really enjoyed hearing your perspective on this. Another different voice and bringing uh, some of these concepts into English for us to understand. That's very helpful, a lot easier than digging through it in Japanese, that's for sure. And living in Japan, just getting access to things in your own language can be difficult sometimes, especially... You don't live in tokyo like a lot of my listeners like myself getting access to help in this kind of area in english is a real load off the mind that's for sure so i wish you all the best in your endeavors and let's keep in touch
1: yes thank you so much for having this in my interview and uh, in your interview <laughs> and i got really excited i got chills while this having this conversation <laughs> thank you so much for thank inspiring you. me too about yeah. this very beautiful word. yeah that it's great isn't it yes so much wisdom i i just truly mm-hmm. respect wisdom mm, but thank you wisdom. so much for a lot of inspirations
0: So that was an interview with Miyako Hazama. I will link up in the show notes how you can get in touch with her if what she does sounds like it will be helpful for you. Having, uh, you know, being someone who was like, give me the HRT (laughs) a few months ago, I'm actually learning more about how the brain does have quite a lot to say about what's happening with your body and your perimenopause. And some of the ideas that Miyako had sound like something I could implement tomorrow when I go to the supermarket and in my daily life, especially around food, because I've always been someone who's not really been that interested in food. And so why not be interested in food? Why not choose to be interested in food? That could be a really great learning that I will take away from that discussion. I really hope that helps you in whatever way that you need, whether it's to just get the confidence to go and see a doctor Uh, to ask for something next time you're at the gynecologist just get yeah get some help don't don't wait around until it's so bad that you end up like me um you know seeing gray and uh, just wanting to to crawl in bed and stay there so yeah it's a whole new world right here on the other side so let's uh enjoy the process of getting there as much as we can all right that's all i have for you this week I hope you've enjoyed this video version if you are watching and we'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye.